Welcome to the White Coat Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Certified Coach Paula White, MD. If you're a physician in academic medicine looking for skills to understand and take control of your experiences, both in work and out, this is a great place to start. Hello, everyone. I hope you are all having a lovely weekend. It's crazy that summer is getting close to wrapping up. Um, As I'm recording this, I'm still in July, so I still have a little bit of time left, but as this is playing, I know we're getting close. Today, I'm going to have sort of a short episode because your brain's going to melt a little bit, but just stay with me. Trust me, it's worth it. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, I was on service for the week, and one of the duties in that is supervising all the resident clinics for the week. I actually really enjoy supervising resident clinic. I think it's a lot of fun. I love watching the residents develop this whole other skill set. Most of the time, residency is so focused on inpatient care, and then you become an attending and most of your life is outpatient, at least for many specialties. So while you're generally evaluating far less acute patients in clinic than you are in the hospital, there are all of these other skills that can make or break your ability to be an effective outpatient clinician. Your ability to stay on pace, at least relatively so. Your efficiency, by which I don't mean how fast you get things done, I mean how fast, easily, and well you get things done. All the switching gears you have to do. For all you primary care doctors out there, I don't know how you do it. You have to know something about everything, and you have to switch from like elbow pain to high cholesterol to diabetes to depression. I, oh my gosh, I'm just so impressed all the time that people can do primary care. Thank you. Anyway, another part of this week, in addition to um, supervising all the resident clinics, is accepting GYN transports from other hospitals. Some weeks you might get paged once or twice the whole week. Some weeks you get paged at 2 a.m. every night. So by the time you're in Friday afternoon clinic, you might be mentally and physically exhausted. I generally try to catch up on reading journals and do small housekeeping tasks when I'm supervising clinic. Most days, there's a decent amount of downtime in between residents presenting patients, but it's not always in long enough stretches that I would want to plan any work that requires a lot of concentration. By the middle of the Friday afternoon clinic, usually I'm just done. I'm still giving 100% to the residents, or well, maybe 95%, but in the downtime, I've completely given up on trying to be productive. I'm scrolling on Twitter, maybe reading a book for fun. I'm playing solitaire on my phone. I'm I'm just done. So it's something that I've always thought of as a lie I tell myself that I'll be productive during Friday afternoon clinic when I know deep down that that's not going to happen. I put the journals and my list of small tasks in my bag and I lug them out to clinic and then I lug them back untouched. And I think it's so funny that I persist in telling myself that I'll be productive because of course I won't. It's just a lie I tell myself. Well, this particular Friday, I wasn't really thinking about any of that. It was a pretty slow afternoon for me and there was a lot of downtime. I turned on one of the e-learning modules I needed to do in the next few weeks and I got that done. And then the next one. And then the next one. And then there were no more e-learnings. I was all caught up and I was bored. So I went on the ABOG website and I did a couple of maintenance of certification articles and then another couple and then another couple. Before I knew it, the day was over. 
and I had been way more productive than I had even fake planned to be, and I wasn't even really trying. So this was a great example of the fact that beliefs are not facts, and sometimes beliefs are lies that we tell ourselves. So I have this central belief, I will get a lot of things done while supervising clinic. And then the next layer is, well, not really, not on Friday afternoons. And then the next layer is recognizing that that belief isn't really true either. Sometimes I definitely do get things done on Friday afternoon. And you can see that all of these things that I have thought to be truths at one point or other, they're just thoughts that I was choosing to think, whether consciously or unconsciously. Your brain takes in various stimuli from whatever senses, interprets them, and then forms a sentence to put meaning to them. That sentence is a thought. Remember back to one of the early episodes, we have about 60,000 thoughts per day. They come and go. Sometimes we barely even notice. Sometimes we consciously accept or reject them. But in general, we can take or leave them without too much difficulty, especially if you've had some practice with it. But if you take a thought and you think it a whole bunch of times, it becomes a belief. Beliefs have roots in your brain. They can't just be shooed away. We think that they're facts. We think they are incontrovertible, that we're just telling it the way it is. We think it's real. But in essence, it's all just stories that we're telling ourselves. And a lot of these stories are very subjective None of it's really real. It's just our own perception. Okay, now before you fall too far down the rabbit hole or into the matrix or whatever metaphor you prefer, don't worry about it. It's fine. It doesn't matter that things that you thought were real might be fake or vice versa, or what do fake and real mean anyway, if it's all just individual interpretation and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, just don't worry about it. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Not only does it not matter, it's actually pretty great. Instead of fretting about whether I'm the type of person who can or can't get things done on a Friday afternoon, ah, which is true, if, if I'm making it all up anyway, I get to pick what I want that belief to be. Since this is something trivial and low stakes, it doesn't take any stepping stones. It's just like flipping a switch. My new belief is that I can be super productive on a Friday afternoon if I'm in the mood for it. And if not, I choose to relax in my downtime. Voila, easy peasy. Recognizing the lies you tell yourself starts with looking for absolutes in a sentence. I always X. I never X. It's also common for them to minimize your abilities or other attributes. I can't X. I'm not the type of person who X. If you catch yourself thinking a sentence that sounds like one of these, chances are, it's a lie that you've just been telling yourself. It might be one that you decide is a good lie. It might not. So thinking back to a different early episode when I was talking about how the pandemic cured my break room snacking, the lie I used to tell myself is that I can't help at least sampling food in the break room. But of course I could if I wanted to. We know this is true because when COVID started, I assigned a value to break room food a very negative value at that, and unconsciously practiced believing it was harmful so many times that I now have absolutely no desire for it. It's really kind of amazing. Krispy Kremes are my favorite donuts. The other day, there was a Krispy Kreme box in our admin staff office. 
I walked past that box like half a dozen times going to the fax machine and the copier and things like that. And I never once felt tempted to even open it up and look at them, which I definitely would have done in the past. I still love Krispy Kreme donuts. If I went and bought them myself, I would definitely eat them. Never mind that they were almost certainly touched and breathed on by countless Krispy Kreme employees, which is my alleged reason for not eating them at work. It's the same exact food, but my thoughts about it are different. This one works for me, so while it started unconsciously, I am consciously keeping it. How about when I talked about time management and I said I can't give myself tasks to do on clinic days because I won't do them? Yep, that's a lie too. There have been plenty of clinic days that I've done plenty of extra tasks. For now, this belief also works for me because I have what I feel is a great system, and my system allows me to get things done on time and in a way that I like. So for now, it works for me, and therefore I'm keeping it. But I can change it anytime I want. This week, make it a point to notice when you're thinking something that starts with, I can't, I don't, I'm not. Put that thought into words. Write it down. Ask yourself why you're choosing to believe this. And that's not a rhetorical question or a scolding. It's a true question. Figure out what the answer is. Why do you choose to believe that? Once you know the answer, you can decide if it's something that's serving you well and whether you want to keep it or not. Have a great week. I'll see you next time. Any opinions or views on this podcast or on my website are my own and should not be attributed to my employer.